Welcome to The Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self-care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain-free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Welcome back. You're listening to episode 38 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking all about body work, what it is and how to use it for yourself, how regular body work and massage can speed your recovery time, why body work should really truly be a part of your body maintenance program, and the five places you definitely do not want to roll. But before we get into all that goodness, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the body nerds Facebook group and all things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. So head on over there, get some good stuff uh, after you listen to this episode, of course. And speaking of that, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I so appreciate you and all of you who take the time to listen and let me know how an episode brought up something new for you or turn on a light bulb. I just think of that emoji light bulb. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming back week after week. So body work. I was first introduced to bodywork back in 2011 at a yoga therapy conference, and I had heard about these small balls that you could roll on, but it seemed a little bit too weird to explore. There was another woman who was teaching in the yoga studio I was working in who did use these therapy balls, but you know, again, it was a little weird. I wasn't sure if it was going to be right for me, and so I didn't try it. But when I was at the yoga therapy conference and I saw that this class was on the schedule, I figured, okay, okay, let's give it a try. So I went to the early morning class. I think it was like 7 or 7.30, which is like way too early for anything. (laughs) And the first move we started with was with the therapy balls underneath the tops of our shoulders. So right into the upper traps, which is precisely where I think everybody has tension. And if you haven't guessed already, the class was yoga tune-up and the teacher was Jill Miller. And I ended up taking her training in 2012 and dove head on into her work and the different trainings that she had. I took all of the trainings. I ended up teaching for them for a while. But the biggest transformation for me was experiencing firsthand that I could do something about my tension right? The therapy balls gave me a tool so that I could do something. I could take an action rather than just going to sleep and hoping and praying that I'd wake up the next morning without that tension headache. Because that's a game changer, right? Being able to do something that's not just resting. Because as you know, resting is not really a solution. It's a choice, but it's not actually going to change how your body feels or how your body works or really how quickly your body recovers and heals. And when I started bringing therapy balls into my class, it was also a big game changer. Now, I'm not going to lie. There was a number of people who walked out, which is completely fine because there were more people who said that they felt better than ever before just from rolling around on balls for a few minutes before we got into our movement. 
And so today I want to talk to you about body work and how it works and really why you should incorporate it into your body maintenance plan. And this is for you if you already are a therapy ball or foam roller person, or you've never tried it because you've been a little hesitant because you're not sure how it works, or if you've only done foam rollers and you haven't tried therapy balls, all of the above. We're going all things body work. Now, let's zoom out a little bit from body work because really all that it is is massage. And it's massage that you do to yourself, so self-massage. And whether it's you doing it to yourself or somebody doing it to you, the goals of massage are always the same. It helps to relax muscles. It helps to release muscle spasms. It also helps to re-educate your body and your movement patterns. If you've ever rolled something out and then you can feel that lightness in your body and really the sense of ease, it really taps into on a physiological level, your proprioception or your body sense of self. And this is something that happens with touch. So it's not just massage or self-massage, like it happens with touch anyways, but you can be very intentional and deliberate with your body work to really incorporate it for movement re-education. And there's also some ideas that massage helps to free energy blockages. So think Reiki or other energy work or, you know, even acupuncture is helping to move chi through your body. So it's pretty cool that massage works on a bunch of different levels from just how good you feel, but also to your nervous system and helping your nervous system to relax. And then also moving energy around your body if you've done something like acupuncture. And I think that they are always trying to find, you know, a scientific backing to does Reiki work, does, you know, energy work. And I think that's for another episode, but just know that massage helps you feel good. And how does it go about this? Well, I think if you've ever experienced it, you know, it helps to reduce stress. And that comes back to the fact that humans need touch. We just need it in our life. And that's one of the great things about massage is that you can get touch from another person because the skin is an interface with your hormones, with your endocrine system, your immune system, your nervous system. And so touch induces not only relaxation, But it also lowers cortisol levels, and cortisol is that stress hormone. And lower cortisol levels and feeling relaxed help to reduce inflammation throughout your entire body, which helps you to have a calmer mental state, which also helps you to have better sleep. And all of those things decrease your pain sensitivity. So your body is less stressed. It's more relaxed. You are sleeping better so you can repair and recover faster. And all of these things are helping your body to feel better. So if that alone isn't a reason why you absolutely need to try body work like ASAP, I don't know what is. But it doesn't just reduce stress. Bodywork also improves circulation. And this is something I realize I talk about on social media and in my videos without really explaining it. And so you have blood in your body, right, that flows through vessels and through arteries and capillaries and all of that. But there's also fluid outside of your cardiovascular system. And this extracellular fluid is called lymph. So you have blood, you have lymph, and then you also have extra water that's in the cells, that's in the connective tissue, that is in any single tissue in your body. So when you massage an area, if there is any sort of stagnation, meaning 
I mean, really just think of like a pond with like still water. You know how it gets like kind of green and slimy and gross? Like not to say you're green and slimy and gross on the inside, but when you have an area that's not moving well in your body, and whether that's from overuse or underuse, or there's a trigger point, or there's been an injury and now there's a scar, like whatever it is, that lack of movement creates that stagnation, which can lead to inflammation. And if there is something like a trigger point, and there is some inflammation, and there's also not a lot of movement happening, it all just kind of sits and stews there. And so massage helps to bring fresh blood flow and fluid flow into that area, and at the same time helps to kind of clear out any of that stagnation that's sitting there. So one way to think about it is garbage out and groceries in, right? Getting nutrients and fresh hydration and all the things that those cells need to thrive into the area. Now, again, you're not like slimy and green on the inside, but just know that that improvement of circulation is what's going to help clear out any inflammation that may be in your body or any area. And how do you know that inflammation is there? If you touch an area or you put a ball on an area and it hurts, that's usually a pretty good sign that there's something going on. So it reduces stress, body work also improves circulation, and it also improves your body awareness. So I hinted at this a little bit as well. And the technical term for this is proprioception. I'll put it in the show notes just so you can see it in writing. But proprioception is your body's sense of itself while you're moving around. It's the difference between being super clumsy and bumping into stuff all the time and a ballet dancer who moves with such grace and fluidity and has excellent body awareness. And your nerves that run throughout your body that are sending information up to your brain, there's proprioceptors, right, that are telling your brain where you are in space at any given time. And then there's also pain receptors that are just sending a message to your brain like, hey, we got a message. And ultimately, it's up to your brain to decide if it's pain or not. But again, another discussion. But what I want you to understand is that those pain receptors and your proprioceptors, your body awareness nerve ending, so to speak, all travel on the same pathways. And so there can only be one message at a time. I don't know if you have this in the Costco's around you or any big grocery stores like Sam's Club. You know, at the registers, they used to have those canisters where they would put, I guess, checks. I mean, I don't even know. (laughs) But you know, they would put stuff in there. um, And then it would shoot up the tube and go across probably over into the office or something like that. So think of your nerves like that. You can't stuff two of those tubes into the tube at the same time. It's only one at a time, right? Yes, one can come right after the other or before, but only one at a time can travel through the tube system. And your nerves are the same, one message at a time. So it's either going to be pain or it's going to be a movement signal. So this is instinctively why you rub something when it hurts, right? You bump your elbow and then you're like, oh my goodness, and then you start rubbing it. So massage and even that rubbing that you do after hitting something stimulates the nerve endings in the layer right underneath your skin that help to improve your body awareness and where you are in space. So body work as a whole improves your sense of where you are 
just standing or sitting or moving right now, which means that you have more awareness of how you're standing, of if your head is right over your shoulders or your rib cage is right over your hips. If you're paying attention to your posture, being aware of where all of your parts are in space is super important and body work can help with that. So those are some of the things that body work helps you to do and helps your body to achieve, but I can't talk about what it does do without talking about what it does not do. So there are so many, so, so, so many stories circulating on the internet and through gyms and through fitness classes about what you are doing when you are foam rolling or therapy ball rolling or using any type of massage tool, to be quite honest. So whether it's one of those vibrating foam rollers or percussive, you know, fancy thingamajiggers, like it doesn't matter. Bodywork does not blast, break, or bust fascia. It doesn't. It's not changing structures because your connective tissue and specifically collagen is what's at play is so, so, so strong. My anatomy mentor, Gil Headley, did a national tour where he did this lecture about the newer findings he was finding in the anatomy lab. And I say newer because it was new to me, but you know, anatomy hasn't changed for thousands of years. If anything, our understanding of it has changed and discoveries of new things are usually just because somebody's scalpel went left instead of right. Anyways, so Gil shared this video that they had done in the lab where they cut a sheet of superficial fascia, which is a layer right beneath your skin. And this is a layer where your fat cells exist. So think of it as like the fluffy layer beneath your skin. We all have it. It's super cool. And it's even cooler once you hear this story. So they had this huge sheet, okay? And then they hooked it to 52 pounds of weight plates. So 52 pounds. And then from the top, they also hooked handles to it. They were able to pick up 52 pounds of weight with this sheet of connective tissue. And the whole sheet stretched, but it didn't break. It didn't break at all. And if 52 pounds of just holding there and standing there isn't breaking your connective tissue and somebody can deadlift or pick up 200 pounds of weight, 300 pounds of weight, I'm sure even more pounds of weight and not just explode at the spot, there literally is no way possible for you on a foam roller to be breaking up adhesions or anything. And the research that has found changes in, you know, tissue length or density was all done on rats, poor little guys, but it was done on rats with forces, you know, so much greater than you could ever recreate with any tool. So much greater than, you know, even a therapist could do to you. It's just not possible. Your body's so strong and thank goodness because can you imagine if you were like in a game of tug of war and like your arms popped off like that would be terrible. So our collagen and our connective tissue and our bodies are so much stronger than we really understand. And so to think that rolling around on a foam roller or some other therapy ball or anything like that is actually breaking or blasting or busting fascia, it's just not happening. So what's really happening is that tool and that touch is talking to your nervous system. 
It all goes back to touch, right? Humans need touch. And if we can soften and relax the nervous system by way of this touch, it will improve the relaxation of your entire body. So when you are doing body work or using a foam roller or anything like that, think of it as relaxing your brain and your nervous system and improving circulation. You're not really changing the fascia. Now, that's not to say that you can't create permanent changes in fascia by way of overstretching or some other thing, but your approach to body work, and I've seen it happen because my approach changed too, when you're not doing it to blast or break something up, you have a little bit more compassion. You find it's okay to use a softer tool, which it is, because the improvement comes from the touch and from breathing and from encouraging a little bit more movement into the area rather than a little bit less. So the next time you go roll, just don't even try to bust your fascia. It's not happening, okay? Now, if you are not already using body work in your workouts, you might be wondering, okay, cool, but how do I incorporate this? So the first thing to do would be to get a tool. So tennis balls will be great to start, but you eventually want to get a tool that was designed for your body. I like foam rollers for certain things, but they're really big and broad and imprecise. So you definitely want to invest in a smaller tool that's going to allow you to get into all of the nooks and crannies like your rotator cuff and your neck and your feet, smaller areas that a foam roller is just not that great at getting into. So the first thing really to consider, don't forget this, this is like rule number one through a thousand, make sure that you're breathing. Because if even on a subconscious level, we're not aware that what we're doing is too deep or too much stretch, right? If you're able to breathe deeply, that is your nervous system telling you that it's safe, it's okay. So if you're gritting your teeth and you can't breathe, you are in too deep. So I'll talk about some ways to change the pressure, but just remember that. Make sure that you can breathe deeply into your belly anytime and every time you're rolling. Now, I'll link to my two favorites at the moment of bodywork tools in the show notes, and those are the Therapy Ball Plus from TuneUp Fitness and the Recovery Rounds from Rad. If you already are doing some sort of bodywork, you might really like the Recovery Rounds, uh, but if you're just getting started, I would recommend starting with a softer tool like the Therapy Ball Plus. And the best way to do it is literally to just put the ball somewhere on your body and roll around, right? It, it truly can be that easy. And how long do you roll is always the next question. Well, roll around until you stop feeling change happening or it stops hurting. And you want it to be in that hurt so good realm. And I'll let you know that it's probably going to stop feeling like it's changing before it stops hurting. And there's some areas that I find are always pretty uncomfortable. Like this side of my quad, always grouchy, always very, very grouchy. Now, the surface that you're rolling on also affects the pressure. So if you are on the floor on a hard surface like tile or wood, that's going to be the most pressure possible. 
And if you are on the wall, standing, leaning into the wall, that's less pressure. So you can vary anything in between that. At home, I'm rolling on carpet, which is actually why I like the recovery rounds, is because they give me enough pressure even through the plush of the carpet. And if you're finding that your body work is too intense, you can change the size of the ball. So a bigger ball is going to change the intensity. Uh, You can change the texture of the ball. So even softer or maybe, you know, a little bit harder depending on what you're doing. But remember, you're not breaking up fascia. So a harder tool is not going to allow you to do more in less time. A harder tool is just going to freak out your nervous system and most likely overstretch and potentially damage the tissue there. So when I say change the texture, don't get like a hard lacrosse ball, please. I beg of you. (laughs) Another way to change the intensity would be to use an air-filled ball versus a solid ball. So both Tune-Up Fitness and Rad Roller have inflated balls of different sizes and different textures. So just know if everything hurts, you know, maybe an air-filled ball. And I actually use an air-filled ball after in a short amount of time. And it is so helpful for keeping soreness at bay. Um, So just because it's air-filled doesn't mean it's not as good. Honestly, I probably use an air-filled ball more than anything else. Now, there are special techniques that you can use with bodywork tools, um, just like there are special techniques that your massage therapist is using. But honestly, just get started. Put the ball somewhere, roll around until it stops hurting, or you stop feeling change. But are there places you shouldn't roll? And yes, there are. But this question is really better asked as, are there places I shouldn't roll with harder tools? And that's absolutely true. So your wrist, right where the carpal tunnel is, there's not really a whole lot of stuff there to affect any change upon. So rolling there is not super helpful. Now your neck with a hard tool, not advised, right? There's a lot of delicate structures here, but that's not to say you can't use an air-filled ball in your hands in and around the front of your neck, the side of your neck, the back of your neck, which is all stuff that I like to do on a pretty regular basis. Another spot you want to stay away from with a harder tool is the front of your rib cage. Uh, The cartilage here can be delicate. It can be broken. And so you don't want to go to town right at the front of your rib cage. Again, air filled here, totally fine. Feels good. Now, if you already have some sort of irritation here, especially of the rib cage, maybe an air filled ball is too much. So again, then go to a wall, right? There's many ways you can change the intensity depending on the tool, depending on your setup, um, and also depending on just your nervous system, right? If your nervous system is already super you know, dial all the way to 15. When you get started, it's going to be a very different experience than if you just came out of a meditation class and had a cup of tea and you're really super chill. So all of those things matter. Now, the next spot you do not want to roll with a harder tool is right at the front of your hip. And the reason why is your inguinal ligament is here, and it's a very, very thin piece of connective tissue. Uh, This is where hernias often happen. And so there's not a lot of stuff to affect change in here. Really, body work is best done on your meat, right? On your muscles, on places where connective tissue exists. And so going to town on the inguinal ligament doesn't feel so hot, and also it doesn't really do a ton. 
So yeah, you could use an air-filled ball here, but other places are just going to be more effective. And the last spot that you don't want to roll with a harder ball is specifically on the back of your thigh. So one thing I see happening all the time is people sitting on the floor, legs out straight, and they got a ball plopped underneath their hamstrings. And the reason for this is that your sciatic nerve runs down the back of your leg. And it's a big, big nerve. Like, honestly, if you look at your pinky finger right now, that's about as big as your sciatic nerve is, which is totally super cool. The first time I saw it in Gil's lab, I was just like, whoa, it really is that cool. So when you sit down, legs out straight, your sciatic nerve is also on a little bit of tension, which means when you stick a ball underneath it, your sciatic nerve is on tension, your muscles are on tension, and there's no guarantee that your sciatic nerve is going to be happy that you are rolling all over it. So a better way to do it is with the knee bent. I love to roll my hamstrings while seated. Um, I'll do that sometimes on the Ask Me Anythings and Lives that I do on Instagram. I'll be sitting at my kitchen table rolling my hamstrings. When I travel, I roll my hamstrings because I'm stuck in a chair. But you don't really need to roll your hamstrings while sitting on the ground with your leg out straight. And you know I always encourage us to ask better questions. So Instead of, do I need to roll the front of my thighs or the back of my hamstrings? A better question is, why are these areas tight? Which is, again, where mobilization and activations all come in, which is a much bigger and longer discussion that we will continue to have in this podcast. So I love body work. And if you know me, you know that to be true. And this is why I wanted to do this episode. And this is also why I included a bonus training for Movement Mavens all about body work, because it's really what made the biggest difference for me with my recovery, with my training and my ability to continue to get stronger every single day. So I'm curious to know if you already are doing body work or maybe if you're thinking about trying it. So send me a DM or tag me on Instagram and let me know how body work fits into your body maintenance plan. You can also call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. I'll drop that into the show notes as well. And here's to asking better questions, moving more, doing some body work, and getting super nerdy. Thank you again for tuning in today, and thank you so much for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool, and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Listen, friend, we both know that you are not you when you're in pain, but the good news is you can change the unchangeable. Even if it seems like it's been forever, life without pain is 100% possible, and I can help you get there faster. Head on over to bodynerdshow.com and download the Body Freedom Assessment. You'll answer a few questions, and then you'll know exactly what your next steps towards more days of awesome should be. It doesn't have to be complicated and it won't even take you more than 15 minutes a day. Thank you.